and we're live with Be Green with Amy. Greetings, everyone. Welcome to Be Green with Amy. I'm Amy. Back in 2012, my husband Rick and I, we adopted a whole food plant-based lifestyle. And together, we lost over 130 pounds. So now I coach others who want to lose weight, improve their health, and just have a wonderful experience with this lifestyle. So please click like and share. You can post comments for our guests. Tell us where you're from. You could even type in, be strong, be well, and be green. Just test voice. Let's welcome our guest. At age 72, Esther went from size 26 to size 6. Esther lost 155 pounds and her husband Ben lost 80 pounds. Please click like to help Be Green with Amy. Welcome Esther and Ben Loveridge. And greetings to Esther who is going to be on camera soon. Esther, can you hear us? Yes, I can. Well, I'm really glad that you're all here today. Because if you're watching this live or soon after, we are approaching the holidays. And I like to call it holidays with a D-A-Z-E at the end. Because it just can really sabotage all of your things that you're trying to accomplish with maintaining your health. Or even if you're trying to adopt this lifestyle or maybe tighten the screws. It can really sabotage everything and just put you into a frenzy in a daze. And I'm really excited to have on Esther because Esther's going to be telling us about her story. And she has an incredible weight loss story, but not just weight loss, but she's also improved her health and her husband as well. So it's going to be a really great story. And I'm so glad that she agreed to come on with me at this time, especially because we're just about to get through to the months of craziness of food. We have Thanksgiving, we have holidays, we have New Year's, and then it just seems to go in this spiral. I'm hoping that with Esther's story, while all of you are thinking about improving your health and you're faced with all the challenges that you're going to be faced with as far as the food and the customs and the family and the friends and all those things, I'm hoping that you will be inspired to stick with this lifestyle or adopt it and really take on this challenge that while all those other people are going to probably gain 10 pounds, you're going to either maintain or maybe even lose if you need to do that. So that's what I wanted to talk to you about today. And Esther has a wonderful, wonderful story. So Esther, why don't you tell us what happened? How did you come about this lifestyle? Oh, I'd love to. Um, well, it really started in the, the crisis, you know, sometimes for some of us, it does take a crisis to get us to make a big change in our lives. And Ben and I were traveling in Ireland, uh, had a wonderful tour there. And as we were concluding our tour and going to the airport to fly back home, my knees just literally almost gave out. I just thought I can't take one more step. I, my feet hurt. I was trying to make it to the gate. Ben had gone on ahead to make sure we were going to the right place. And I just wanted to sit down and cry. I just thought he's going to have to come back and find me. Well, anyway, I have a lot of perseverance, I guess, in my life. So I continued inching my way to the gate and, of course, made it there and we made it home. Um, after we had been home for a little while, of course, my knees weren't hurting as bad because I wasn't walking as much. But I did finally go to the doctor and wanted to know what I could do because um, I didn't think I was, I mean, I knew I was overweight, morbidly obese, in fact, but, uh, but I wasn't really suffering in terms of illnesses that I could think of. Uh, I just knew I was overweight, but not necessarily sick. We had another trip coming up to China in September, and I didn't know how in the world, you know, we would be able to make that trip with my knees in that condition. So I went to my doctor and he said, well, I could give, continue giving you pain medication so you can make it through the trip. Or he said, I could give you uh, cortisone shots for your knees. Or he said, I could refer you to orthopedics for a knee replacement. Oh, and I wow. didn't, I'm all about choices, and I just didn't like any of those choices. And then he dropped the bomb on me. He said, but before I could even refer you to orthopedics, you would have to lose 70 pounds first. 
Oh. Well, now this was July and we were going to China in September. Oh no. You know, there was no way I was, that that was going to be an option. So Amy, I don't know how you feel about this, but I think there are no accidents in our lives. And I think things come to us just when we need to get them. And I had a dear friend who was researching how not to get diabetes. And she came across um, Neil Bernard's work. But then she came across Dr. McDougall's book. It's called The McDougall Program for Maximum Weight Loss. And she knew my personality. She knew I had a lot of stick-to-itiveness. She knew I could be determined. I mean, I'd been on so many other diets and they all worked temporarily, you know. But anyway, she just bought that book for me and gave it to me. And Amy, it changed my life. It just changed my life. I switched over. I didn't know about vegans or veganism. I didn't know about even being a vegetarian, you know, but I read that and it just clicked. It just made sense for me. So I put it to the test and I thought, you know, I'm going to have to do it nearly 100% if it's going to be a true uh, test or experiment to see if it worked. And I vowed that if it worked, I would give Dr. McDougall all the credit. So that's my journey, how I started. And uh, you might have some more questions, but I can go on with my general story if you would like me to. We were just showing that you had sent me with your husband and showing how you were both all dressed up in both pictures, actually. One of them, it looks like you're winning an award or something. You're a lovely, elegant woman. Oh, thank you. <laughs> so, and then when we see your after picture, it is just so amazing and so inspiring. Yes. Who would have dreamed that at 72 years, of age, my whole life would change, not only in terms of losing the 130 pounds, not only in terms of getting rid of diverticulitis, getting rid of, you know, I was on statins, I was on lithium, I was on thyroid medication, I was, had sleep apnea, I had, did I say GERD and diverticulitis and pancreatitis and gallbladder, but I didn't think I was sick. Oh. I could still travel. And know. probably a lot of your friends had similar conditions. Yes. Right. I, so, so you probably were all talking about, oh, you know, I have a little burn in my throat or whatever. And it just probably seemed normal to you. Yeah. The things that you were experiencing. So you're right. You, you didn't really think of yourself as not being healthy. You just probably no. figured, well, you know, this is what happens as we age, these little things happen and we just have to deal with it and persevere. And I also, um, well, it just, there were so many parts of this that happened. So anyway, as I, I so I had sat down, uh, on my computer and I put a little sticky note what I wanted to accomplish the first year. And I wanted to lose 70 pounds the first year. I wanted to become more agile. And then I put down that I wanted my, oh, and I wanted to be off my medication and I wanted my eyesight to improve. Now, why I thought of that, I still don't know after all this time, but I did put that down there. And that was the extra miracle that happened. See, I had a macular pucker in my eye. I still had cataracts. I still had this condition called pseudo exfoliation, which makes cataract surgery more difficult. And so this eye doctor had been seeing me every six months. And so about three months after I started the diet, I went to him and he said, now my macular pucker had gotten to the point where I could do surgery. And oh my goodness. And very sheepishly, I said, well, you know, I just started uh, eating a whole food plant-based diet three months ago. Uh -huh. And I just believe it's going to help my eyes too. So I said, do I have to have the surgery now or can we wait? And he said, no. He said, we can wait. He said, well, why don't you make an appointment and come back in six months? So in six months, I went back and he said, your eyesight has improved. Come back in another six months. I went back again. He said, your eyesight has improved again. And Amy, do you know what? I'm 78 years old and don't even have to wear glasses anymore. Oh, my word. You know, oh. and, and the last time I went to DMV, our Department of Motor Vehicles, for uh, getting my license renewed, they took corrective lens off of my license. Oh without, my goodness. Without me even having the eye surgery. <laughs> you know, so so the the when you clean your body out and you get rid of all the toxins and you get rid of all the food poison and you put in healthy whole food, 
you just don't know what's going to happen. And we're all different. I can't promise that that would happen with everyone, but I can certainly say it happened with me. That's amazing. I'm going to post now a before and after picture of you that you had sent to me also, which, oh my goodness, one of them is you sitting down. I guess you were probably traveling because I heard that you love traveling. And then another one, you're in this really smart gray suit. You're lovely. You're just a lovely woman. And, but you just, you wouldn't even know that that was the same person. No. So you must feel like a totally different person. Well, not only do I feel like one, but I am because I have lost all of what you see in me now. That's how much weight I've lost and more. Wow. So I'm like only half, like I'm, I've, and the other really good thing that is worth noting is not only did I lose 70, no, not only did I lose 80 the first year instead of the 70, and then the next year I lost another 25, and the next year I lost another 25, so a total of 130 pounds plus a little bit more. So like this morning, I weighed it at 127, and after two years, I'm still maintaining that 130-pound weight loss. Oh, that's amazing that you yeah. were just... You were carrying an extra person, an extra person of you around yes. for all those years. And then when you let her go, you found yourself. Yes, yes. And, you know, no matter, I just like to encourage people because no matter what size a person is or no matter what your weight is or, you know, if you can start by loving yourself just the way you are, um, it is just the beginning because you know, we'll never be totally perfect. Esther's not a marathon runner. She's not out there doing ultras. She's just an everyday person, just like I am, just like you are. I'm really hoping that you're getting some inspiration from this because you don't have to be somebody special in order to make a change in your life. You just have to be open to it and be willing to try it. And I'm sure that Esther had probably tried many times before that to lose weight. Is that right? Yes. yes. Um, you know, I'd been to tops, I'd been to overeaters anonymous, I'd been to weight watchers. And the most recent thing I did was, um, Dr. Atkins, you know, the diet revolution. Mm -hmm. And I want to warn people because the paleo diet, not no, I mean, the uh, keto diet is so popular on magazine covers yes. and uh, it's out there and, you know, you can lose weight because you put your body into a state of ketosis. But let me tell you, while I was doing that, we were traveling back east and I had to go to the Cleveland Clinic and have an emergency uh, gallbladder uh, removal because of all the fat I was eating. And to make it even worse, at the same time, I had pancreatitis. Oh, and so I was in the hospital until they got my pancreatitis under control. And then I had my gallbladder removed. But no one ever mentioned the correlation between a high fat diet and these issues. And so guess what I did? I went back, continued on the keto or the Dr. Atkins diet. And it was some time later, we were back home in Sacramento. And even without having the gallbladder, I had another pancreatitis attack. And this time, my numbers were so high that the doctor in the emergency room said, have you called your kids yet? Oh, oh, Esther, I can't, oh, I can't even imagine having somebody say that. To, oh. And it was, and I, I kind of played it off because I do have a pretty good sense of humor. Yeah. And I played it off and I said, oh, no. I said, I just saw them last week over Thanksgiving. And look, mm -hmm. it's Thanksgiving time yeah. again. And what do we eat for Thanksgiving? butter in everything right yes and all Absolutely. the pies and all the pie crust all that fat and the gravy you know right so it's um something that we need to know and it's the oil it's the fat that's causing so much diabetes as you already know you know and uh it's people just need to get educated so after about a year of uh, eating this way, I was going to the gym and I was in a, a water aerobics class and uh, a very overweight woman in the, sitting in the hot tub with me afterwards said, Esther, you need to start a group on Facebook and um, tell others your story. And I said, no, I just need to tell people to watch Chef AJ and listen to Dr. McDougall and, and read the book. I don't need to reinvent the wheel. And she said, no. She said, I, I think that would be really good. 
So I went home and I thought about it and I thought, well, what would it hurt to start? And that was four years ago. So I think just some of my family, you know, joined and it was like five or 10 people. And Amy, now it's over 11,000. And Esther, right now I'm posting on the screen so everybody can see. It's called Esther's Nutritional Journey. Is that right? Uh, Okay, I'm posting that so everybody can see it in case they're interested in joining your Facebook. From what I've seen, it's a wonderful thing that you started. It is. And every day I, I take a picture of everything that goes in my mouth, except for my foot once in a while. But... (laughs) I, I, I take pictures of everything I eat. And so you can see in the journey um, what I eat and uh, how sometimes how much because I eat so much that people can't believe it. So sometimes I do put in how much my food weighs like yesterday in a whole pound of carrots. And um, but I do that not because we have to measure and weigh our food, but just to let you know how much you can eat as long as you eat. Fruits and vegetables, grains and beans. That's what I stick with 90% of the time. Once in a while, I will have some seeds or uh, avocado or nuts, but those are not recommended for the maximum weight loss because they're healthy foods, but too high in fat. And Dr. McDougall says the fat we wear, no, the fat we eat is the fat we wear. Right. So so I do a very restricted oil diet. But uh, anyway, and so then... People in my group started saying, Esther, you know, you ought to write a book because in addition to putting photos of everything I eat, I put in, I I think of a word each morning and then I develop that into a little post or a little essay. Uh And I, so, and it's a post to encourage people. So I was doing, um, putting that post on every day to encourage people. And then people said, Esther, you ought to write a book. And I said, why would you pay money for a book when I give you the post every day for free right. on Facebook? You know, oh, well, they said, you know, they would like to have it all in one place. So today in the mail, what did I get? But a letter from the U.S. Library of Congress notifying me that my book is in the Library of Congress. Oh, and oh congratulations. So oh, my and, goodness. Yeah. And last so last year, I was during COVID, you know, and I, I kind of thought that, that I would like to, I could go back on Facebook and I could gather up all those posts, you see, right, and, and put them into a book. And so um, I was able to do that. And then I was able to add some before and after pictures and then tell the love story about how I, I met Ben in his donut shop where I used to go and have coffee and donuts every day on the way to work. And so I came up with the title From Donuts to Potatoes. And um, I was able to put that all together because we were planning a 50-day cruise on March 14th last year. And so I sent the document off to the publisher and on January 14th and on March 4th, it was a book and I had it in my hand. Oh, and, and I posted a link for everybody if they want, if they're interested in the McDougal weight loss, I posted that and oh, I also good. posted a link to get your book and tell us the rest of the title because it was. Oh, it's called From Donuts to Potatoes. And then the subtitle is My 366 Day Journey on a Plant-Based Diet. That's and lovely. And it's on Amazon. Right. And I posted a link for that so that if people wanted to check it out, it's just wonderful because there are so many people saying, here's my whole food plant-based diet, or here's my recipe, but you went about it a little bit differently in your book, right? Yes. It's really, uh, Chef AJ said the title should have been Esther's Inspirational Journey, but it's not a how-to book. But in my group, on Facebook, Esther's Nutritional Journey, I have created a document that I think is fabulous and it's called Beginner's Manual. Uh And it's, um, I was, for a while I was mailing it out to people who requested it, but it's on, um, it's under my announcement section. In fact, I think I put it at the top of the page in my journey. And I also did an audio version on Facebook, but um, yeah, it kind of described just briefly how I began my journey and then how I eat and what I eat and how simple it is. Now, there are lots of fantastic chefs out there that can make food taste just like what we used to like. But you know what, Amy? I'm all about 
cleaning my palate. And I say, my tongue governed how I ate for 72 years and now I'm the boss and it's in the dunce's corner. So I don't, I don't even want vegan fake food. I don't want vegan fake meat. I don't want vegan fake cheese. I don't want any of that stuff because mentally or psychologically, it reminds me of how addictive it was for me. Now, not everybody has a food addiction, but I certainly did. And so I just, I, I just want my food clean. So you can eat the fancy recipes if that's what you can handle and you do. But when you see my plates of food every day, you say, oh, that's a potato, that's a carrot, that's a mushroom, that's broccoli, that's asparagus, that's Brussels sprouts, you, you know, and you just see the food. And so for people who are older and they don't even maybe like to cook, uh, there is a very simple way to do it. And that's what I'm all about. That's so wonderful. And later on, I, I, I don't know if you have the book handy, but I'd love for you to read maybe one of the entries that you have in your book so people oh. can be inspired by it. I mean, you could read one now and then read one later if you want to. Oh, but I'd love to. I'd love just... to. In fact, I do a video every day too. Oh. And so I go out in my yard and I bring my book from Donuts to Potatoes uh -huh. and I read that day's posting from that day in the book. Okay. And um, so I can read you today was, I've already read it on my video, but I can read it again. Yes, I'd love like. I think we'd all love to hear that. Okay. It's uh, November 22nd. And the word for today is fan. Now you realize this was written two years ago in 2019. Mm -hmm. Okay. I have just been designated as a top fan of Dr. John McDougall's website. Huh. What an honor. What does it mean? How did it happen? Why was it done? I don't know and I don't care. It just <laughs> represents the truth of my life. I became a fan of him three years and four months ago. Now, of course, that's five years and four yeah. months. When my friend gave me his book, The McDougall Program for Maximum Weight Loss, at precisely the moment I was trying to decide how to lose the 70 pounds that I needed to lose in order to be referred to orthopedics for knee replacements. Talk about serendipity. Reading his book changed my life forever. It taught me a whole new way of looking at how to lose weight and keep it off forever. It taught me that starch is what we are meant to eat to sustain satiety. So we never have to be hungry again. There is no need to count calories or measure portions. Although I do love to weigh my food because most people would not believe how much I eat. Not only did I lose 130 pounds instead of 70, I went from one size 26 dress to size six, but that is all outward apparent. What I really want to stress is that all chronic ongoing issues listed on my after office visit report from Kaiser are G-O-N-E gone. That included so many health issues such as GERD, diverticulitis, low thyroid, high blood pressure, prediabetes, taking statins, sleeping pills, pain pills, and lithium. There were so many other issues as well, but suffice it to say that at age 76, I am medication and fat free and no longer need glasses to drive. I eliminated the need for knee replacements too. I am a whole person full of life and eager to spread the good news of what brought me to this place. As a thank you to Dr. McDougall, I took his starch solution certification course and attended his three-day weekend seminar in order to thank him in person and have him autograph my book. The best part is that all of his information about how to achieve your optimum health is free because he received it freely from those people on whose shoulders he has stood for nearly 50 years. Talk about paying it forward. He is my role model. Yes, I am a fan. Bravo. That's so beautiful. It just comes from your heart. And isn't it so coincidental that I has happened to ask you to read a passage and the passage that you read was basically what you're going to be talking to us about today. Yes. <laughs> yes. And sometimes when people have bought my book or especially people I was able to give my book to in person, you know, they wanted me to autograph the book. 
and uh, and I had bought uh, books here to do that. And so then I said, well, my name, I, you know, I've signed my name in your book. I said, now I want you to sign my book. So if someone is with me in person and tells me their birthday, I go to their birth date and then write their name in my book. So it's, oh. so what's your what's your birthday, Amy? October 23rd. Oh, you're October. You just had it. Yes, I did. Let me see what it says for Amy, and then I could. In this cool guys, for, yeah. so for every day of the year, you can look up something in her book and get some kind of word of inspiration. And I think we all need that sometimes. And I'm hoping that one of the things that people do is they go to your Facebook group and they look over there and they come to my website and my YouTube to get the inspiration because we just need that. And I think we need it every day. We need to either read something or listen to something every day to make this is your normal this isn't a diet it's a lifestyle and you're going to get the best lifestyle if you adopt this way of eating so did you find the i did okay so and it's interesting what you said i told you there are no accidents right no okay well the word for today on your birthday is resource huh <laughs> and you're a great resource too Oh, isn't that wonderful? So what I said that day is years ago, I worked as a counselor at the Women's Resource Job Center, where we were funded to help older women re-enter the job market. We taught interviewing skills, did mock interviews, helped them fill out a resume, and tried to connect them with job openings in the community. I too was a retread. I finished college later in life and re-entered the job market after having been a stay-at-home mom. As we make changes in our lives, we depend on resources to help us. My primary resource for having regained my health is Dr. John McDougall. It was his book, The McDougall Program for Maximum Weight Loss, which taught me the secret to regaining my health and losing 130 pounds. He is a food doctor. I proudly wear his t-shirt, which states, it's the food. <laughs> I value him as a resource so much, primarily because of his heart. All of his information is free on his website, drmcdougall.com, and that is impressive. I recently posted about the word fat and have been asked if Dr. McDougall recommends fasting. No, he is a food doctor. He keeps it simple. He does not believe in what could be considered fad foods or ideas. He does refer people to True North Fasting Program, but he doesn't get involved in it, except he does reference Daniel's fast in the Bible, and basically that is what he promotes and I follow. Resources abound. There is lots of noise out there and it is hard to decipher what is true and what is a gimmick. Look for examples of long-term success. Look for truth. It will win. Oh, that's beautiful. Thank wow. That really made me feel special too. Yes. <laughs> yes, you are. You are. You're just spreading the word. You're telling your testimony. You're influencing so many lives. And you know, we all are. We just have different worlds that we touch. And, right. and there's just so much need for truth out there. And there's a lot of counterfeit things going, you know. Another thing that was kind of exciting to me is after having done this uh, for three years, I was actually on the cover of Woman's World magazine and they sent photographers and uh, makeup artists to my house here and we had to go through all that. And uh, then this year, 2021, um, they put me on the cover of another one of their magazines. It was a longer, a bigger issue. And now on De in December this year, they're going to not put me on the cover, but they're going to have a two-page story and, oh. and I'm so happy because the picture is interesting and it is dramatic, the change in my body. In, in the previous articles, they didn't really tell about what I ate or tell more of my story. And it was just a magazine that covered a lot of different kinds of dieting. You know, it didn't really mm. tell my truth. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to that coming out uh, in December. I'll post that in my group, you know, when it comes out. But it's just nice to have more of the story told rather than just the pictures along with 10 other diets that help you detoxify your body. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So 
you talked about some medical conditions and so you said something about your thyroid so yes. what was your diagnosis for your thyroid well i i had um i was on levothyroxine you know mm-hmm. for for 30 years amy can you believe that 30 years on that medication and i started it let's see if i was 72 and take away 30 i was like in my early 40s and maybe wow. even longer uh on that because i had trouble dieting well you know, I had trouble losing weight. So the thing is, I just didn't know the right tool. But mm. at that time, you go to your doctor and you say, I'm having trouble, you know, so they check your thyroid. Okay, we'll, we'll give you some medication. So I was on 125 units of MCGs or however it's measured. And then as I started losing weight, then he, the doctor reduced me down to 100 and down to 75. And then I was down to 50. And so I was down to 50 for a while. And then um, I said to my doctor, oh, by this time I had switched doctors because my original doctor said, well, if I tell people to eat like you, they will say that's not real food. And and then he said, besides, he said, there's no health food um, stores in this area, kind of like we're in a depressed area. And I said, you don't need health food stores. You just need the produce department of any grocery store. So anyway, so I finally was able to switch to a plant-based doctor. So when my lithium level, not lithium, but my levothyroxine was down to 50, I said, well, what would happen if I went off of it? Because I wanted to be medication free. And he said, well, he says, you might gain some weight back and you might not have as much energy. And I said, are you willing to work with me? It's my body. I want to do an experiment. He said, yes. He said, okay. He said, you can go off of it and I'll test you again in a couple of months. Well, I knew how to diet, so that was no problem. You watch your scale. If you eat too much, you cut back or or eat lower-calorie, healthy food, you know. So anyway, my energy level, of course, continued. And then uh, shortly after that, I went to Dr. McDougall's three-day program, and I talked to Dr. Lim there, and I told him my story. And my blood test came back at like five, if people know about THS level. And Dr. uh, Lim said at that point, he would not put me back on the levothyroxine. So I went all during COVID without it. And um, I did did just fine. But then the next time I was tested, it jumped up to 10. And I thought, how could that happen? Well, I haven't done all the research yet. But Mm -hmm. I think there's a connection between iodine and our need for iodine mm-hmm. uh, that we get from salt. And I was in COVID and we weren't eating out. I wasn't eating at people's houses and stuff and we weren't traveling for sure. And so I kind of wondered if that could not be a part of it. So anyway, the doctor put me back on um, 20, which is only, you know, two fifths of what I had. Yeah, still a lower yeah. dose. Yeah. So he put me on a very low dose. And so I did that. Now I'm doing another experiment. So we'll see. I'll let you know how the end product comes. So I've been off of it for another month now. And I yeah. I have no symptoms and I feel great. Well, that's so, wonderful. And so, you know, you can also get iodine from seed vegetables. Yes. And the nori wrap that you have, you could make a plant-based sushi. Uh-huh. It's a nori wrap. So it's possible to do it without salt because obviously salt doesn't, they add in the iodine to salt. It doesn't occur naturally. And that's what happened with some people who decided to go off of salt and went on to sea salt. And then they weren't getting their iodine because back then the manufacturers weren't adding in the iodine to the sea salt. Now they're adding iodine to sea salt also. But it's kind of a tricky thing. So I'm sure that you have a doctor that can help you monitor because you don't want too much or too little. Right. Because it can affect your thyroid in both ways. But you'll do your experiment and you'll figure it out. (laughs) That's right. And I don't like to set it up that that will happen for everyone because some people, maybe my thyroid wasn't damaged to begin with. I don't know. Yes. You know, I mean, I I just, there are factors I don't know. So I, I'm always cautious when I tell the story about thyroid. Well, don't set, don't necessarily set that as your own goal, you know, work with your doctor and know what's best for you, you know, and like Dr. Um, Doug Lyle says, this isn't about perfection. It's about excellence. That's very good. He has a lot of great things, Dr. Doug Lyle. He really yes. has a lot of great perspectives on life. And then, of course, how it, we can incorporate these perspectives into this lifestyle as well. He is another great resource. Yes, yes. <laughs> and there are so many out there. It's just wonderful that 
there's help. And, you know, now here in Sacramento, I live in Sacramento, California, and Roseville's just up the road a ways. And so we meet um, every Wednesday at 1130 at a place called The Vegan Plate, and they will prepare uh, gluten-free and oil-free food for us. So we do support that restaurant. And I think at the last Wednesday, I think there were over 20 that came. So we're developing, you know, local community and everyone who listens to you can find one friend and then just start working from there and see how you can build your own community. Yes, and I think community is very important, which is one of the reasons why I'm doing these live events, because I'm trying to get all of us together. And oftentimes our viewers actually kind of chat with each other while the broadcast is going on. They'll say, hey, hi, Karen, and make comments in the feed to each other or answer each other's questions. So it kind of forms a little community there. And then you have it in your Facebook group, too. And that's what it's all about. We really need to feel that there are other people in the world that are doing this and it really becomes a feeling of being normal. That's right. And that's, and that's right. What's important. So we're coming up on the holidays. So how do you navigate the holidays? What did you do when you first decided to adopt this lifestyle? And then how has that changed? Well, the first um, Thanksgiving, Ben was not on board yet. And so I, I cooked a turkey I cooked, you know, the potatoes. I just took potatoes out for me before I added milk and butter. I took out green beans before I added the bacon and the, um, uh, you know, the stuff we used to put on that. And um, and then I had a salad and I took my salad out before I did the whatever other dressing I used. And then I had a lot of fresh fruit, a real pretty fresh fruit bowl for my dessert. So I just was a party of one at my Thanksgiving dinner. And then after you had a lot of friends or relatives with you, did anybody make a comment to you, either positive, negative or anything? Not. No, no. They just probably felt sorry for me. (laughs) (laughs) But I'll tell you, I I wasn't one of the ones that was moaning and groaning afterwards either. That's right. That's right. And then as time went, at first Ben said, well, I could never eat like you. And I said, oh, that's okay. And he was the primary cook in the family. So. Uh, he just continued doing what he did, and I had to learn how to make my food uh, more plain and more simple. And uh, as time went on, oh, and I learned how to batch cook. That was really helpful to make big batches of beans and rice and sweet potatoes and regular potatoes and oatmeal. Those were my staples I would have on hand at all times. And, um, and then sometimes he would use my food to make his food. And then pretty soon he said, well, I think I'll wait till the meat in the freezer is gone. I said, well, whatever. And then, then we had an Easter get, get together. And, and then he says, well, I don't, after that was over, he says, I don't think I'll buy any more butter. I said, okay. Then it was, I don't think I'll buy any more mayonnaise. I said, okay. (laughs) And it just kind of cleaned up. And so he, he follows more of the McDougal regular program, which also allows bread and pasta and um, what else? more avocados and that sort of thing. Right. So he eats a little bit higher on the calorie density, but still no animal, no dairy, and no oil. And um, so we, we cohabitate very well. And in fact, today I will have my roasted sweet potatoes and regular potatoes and carrots and green beans for lunch. And he made himself a pasta dish. And it's totally, it's totally okay. But for myself, when I eat food like that, it kind of gives me a brain start, you know, and I'm like, oh, that tastes really good compared to how simply I eat. And then I want more. And so it's hard for me to control the more. So it's better for me just to stay with um, my taste buds that I love now and that serve me well, you know. Wow. So that's wonderful because you do, you got in touch finally. You got in touch with yourself and you were able to determine what it is that was keeping you from achieving what you needed to achieve. Yes. First yes. of all, of course, it was this lifestyle, but also we are all different. And that's what we have to understand. You know, somebody could have a lot of addictive kind of foods in front of them and just walk away and not even really think about it where somebody else might have it in front of them and it could just make them go into a, a frenzy, mm-hmm. which is why I call it the holidays. Yeah, so- that's, that's a good word. And there's, it's such an overload. And for me, I've learned, you know, like for someone who wants to give up cigarettes, or even alcohol or something, if it's been a problem in their life, you know, there's no such thing as moderation. 
you can't be smoke free during the week and then smoke on the weekends and expect to give up the habit. And I find the same true for, and I'm speaking personally for alcohol. I mean, I told someone the other day, you know, I never made a better decision after having a glass of wine. That's probably in your book or will be. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, maybe, maybe the next book. Esther's isms. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. And, and I just, it just lowers your resistance. And, you know, and that's why when we're dating, men take us out and want us to get loaded with alcohol. Oh, yes, absolutely. You know, it, 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 it reduces our resolve you know, if we have one. Right, and, uh, right. So uh, I'm doing kind of an interesting thing right now. I don't know where it's going to go, but um, I, I've been impressed with the Seventh-day Adventist people and their blue zone, you know, down in Loma Linda, California. Right. So for people that aren't aware, Seventh-day Adventist is a religion where they feel like after they pass that they're going to need to occupy their body that they're in now. And so they really need to take very good care of it, kind of like a car that you never get another car again. You would take really good care of it so that it would last you. And that's what they do. And they embrace this lifestyle or at least to be vegetarian. So they yes. have different degrees. Some of them are just vegetarian and they still incorporate maybe eggs or maybe dairy or maybe fish. And then others of them might incorporate just dairy, but not fish. And then others are all the way vegan. And they've done long-term studies on these people, right? Yes, yes. And they, um, it's reported that they live on average 10 years longer than the rest of us. I don't know where I got this idea, but I decided two weeks ago to visit a Seventh-day Adventist church. And they all were so nice to me and glad to have me there. And they said, one of them said to me after the service, what brought you here? And I said, I want to learn about the health aspects of your religion, mm -hmm. you know. And she said, well, some of us are vegetarians and some of us are not. Mm -hmm. And as I looked around the room, I could see, yep, that's obvious. Yeah. <laughs> so my heart is with these people and I don't know where my future uh, will take me, but I do want to somehow help those who are not vegetarian or those who are vegetarian but eating lots of sugar and um, fats and so things. I mean, I just don't know, Amy, but I just, I want to learn more about different groups of people. I know like Buddhists, I think, and Hindus, some of them are more vegetarian. Yeah. And um, I just don't think we talk about this enough in every circle of life. And so I'm still learning. Well, that's great. And I've been, every once in a while, I'm, we're showing your before and after pictures so that people can see you while you're speaking because you were having some technical difficulties with your camera, but you, you're telling such a lovely story. It's wonderful to have you here. You had said something about lithium. Yes. So you were on lithium. How long were you on lithium? I was on lithium over 30 years. Now, did you have a diagnosis or was it just... Yes, my, my diagnosis was, it's kind of a longer story, but my, yeah. my, my basic diagnosis was manic depressive disorder okay but I've never been depressed oh. I just don't think I was in the right place in my life and my mm -hmm. mind found a way out when my body couldn't get out of the situation or I didn't know how to get out that's kind of a simple explanation but I was hospitalized four different times and you're the first one to hear the story so my last episode was in 1987 I had just gone through a divorce and this was probably a reaction to that experience so I continued on it uh, on the lithium on a low dosage it was not even therapeutic it was considered preventive or you know kind of like an insurance policy so uh, about a year and a half later, I met Ben in his donut shop. My life turned around, and I continued taking that because I never wanted Ben to experience what it's like to have a wife in a psychiatric ward not knowing when she's going to get out. Oh. And that's a very painful part of our life. I am feeling quite emotional right now, yeah. but the point is I, I didn't want him to experience that, and so... I continued taking this low dosage just as um, a preventive or a insurance policy, you might say. And then uh, after I'd been on the diet, I, I saw the psychiatrist and it had gotten to the point where we were just talking about political events and what was going on in the world. And we were, there weren't any issues really that was going on. 
And she and Ben had gone with me, and she said, you don't need to take that lithium anymore. And so I went off, and that's been uh, four years, five oh, years. Goodness. Yeah, no problem. So, again, I don't recommend anybody else to self-diagnose. No, you would have to do it under the right. physician's supervision, absolutely. Right. So I've always been kind of upbeat, and I, as you know, I have lots of energy. And my life is wonderful. I've been really blessed. I have all I need and um, more, and um, just want to share with the whole world what can happen when we eat what nature intended us to eat. And such a love story. We, I'm, I'm showing the picture of the two of you together as well. You, I mean, how long have you been married now? Uh, so we got married in 89. So it's been 32 years. Oh. And I've known him for 34 years. And so I'll, I'll tell you the donut story, which is in the book. It's really kind of a cute story. And again, it's just amazing how things have worked in my life. Mm-hmm. My, my father uh, had given me a coupon to Ben's donut shop. And I was working for the state of California at the time. And his donut shop just happened to be in the same building that was a foster freeze ice cream place when I was growing up, just not far from where I lived. So I was very familiar with the area. So I stopped by one day on my way to work and got some donuts and took them to work. And oh my goodness, they tasted so good. And I realized, you know, I could go by there every day on my way to work because I didn't have to go out of my way. And you were being such a nice person to the people that you worked with, right? Yes. Sharing delicious donuts. (laughs) Yes. Right? (laughs) So I started going every day. Well, after that, Ben says that people, his customers generally chose one particular donut. So he kind of knew what I would be ordering each day. And it got to the point where he had it ready for me mm. when I got there. And so I I got the bag of donut and coffee and headed off to work. And when I got to work and got to the parking lot, I noticed there was something blue in the, in the bag. And I thought, what's that? So I pulled it out and looked at it. And it was his business card. And on the back side of it, he had written, Hi, I'm Ben. I would like to get to know you. Oh. And he wanted me to call him on the phone. Well, I was was a mature woman by this point. But emotionally, I became 16. And I thought, you know, I don't even remember what this man looks like. I, I was there for the donuts. And, <laughs> and I thought, I can't I'm call them up. You know, so you'll have to get the book to read the rest of the story. But anyway, uh, eventually, I didn't go for a few days because I was embarrassed and self-conscious. Yeah. And finally, I thought, well, he's missing a good customer and I'm missing my buttermilk bar. And so uh, I thought, I'll just go back and pretend like I never got the note. And this time, after I got my coffee and donuts and went out to my car, he went out the back door and met me at my car and said, did you get my note? And uh-huh. he goes on from there. And it's a great love story. I have seen him every single day for 34 years. Oh, that is so beautiful. Yes. So, oh. And so- we've, we've blended our families. He has two daughters. I have two sons. And so we have grandchildren and and two step great grandchildren and um so this thanksgiving um our children well one of my son's wife she did go vegan but they live up in washington so we won't be with them but uh, ben's daughter has invited us to thanksgiving and she has ordered a vegan meal for us Oh, you see, guys, that's what it's about. That's what family's about. They may not want to go on this lifestyle with you, but they should embrace what you're doing. And you don't have to worry about what they're doing. They don't worry about what you're doing. And you can still be together. That is so beautiful. Yeah. So beautiful. And so a lot of times what we've done, Ben's birthday is near Christmas. So what we've done sometimes is just taken all of our local family out to a restaurant that serves vegan and regular food and so then we choose what we want and they can choose what they want we can be together oh see that's another solution because sometimes people are concerned about what to do what to make and some people really just they just don't want that food in their house in their no. kitchen or anything so this is that is a solution that people could consider and then 
And plus, you know, how many years that you've had to cook and prepare food and do all the cleanup. Yes. <laughs> it's your time now. Yeah. So just about to relax and enjoy the company because that's basically what it's all about anyway. That's right. Yeah. Love is the answer. And that's what everyone wants is just to be loved and accepted. Yes. You know, right where they are. And then they can grow from that. Mm -hmm. And it's just never too late, right? That's true. No. It's no. make a change for anything. You know, Ben recently bought a guitar, so it's never too late to learn something new. Uh, it just goes on. Oh, I do want to say something that will save me a lot of work. If anybody who um, watches this podcast and if they do want to join Esther's Nutritional Journey, there are two questions that I ask uh, before I approve you. And one of one, the question is, what do you want? You know, what are your needs or what can I help you? And the second question is, have you watched any of the documentaries like uh, Forks Over Knives or What the Health or The Game Changers? And that just gives me kind of an idea of how much into this eating way uh, you've come. Uh, it doesn't mean yes or no that you'd be accepted, of course, but I just ask those two questions. And if you don't answer those questions, then I don't accept you unless I have to take the time to write to you then and say, you know, you want to go back and answer the question. So if you really want to join, just notice that when you go to Facebook and you put in Esther's nutritional journey, um, that it should come up that there's two questions there to answer and that will make it yeah. faster. We're continuously posting that throughout the broadcast so that people can see it. Tammy wants to know if you have a YouTube channel because she's not on Facebook. Good question. I do, you know, I do. If you type in, if you go to Google and type in Esther, that's E-S-T-H-E-R, Liebeck, L-E-B-E-C-K, and then Loveridge, L-O-V-E-R-I-D-G-E, there are um, videos that have been put up there of different interviews that I've had and some um, videos I've made at home. And so that's helpful, but it's not a YouTube channel per se. Well, it kind of is and it isn't. I mean, it's not a blog, you know, it's, yeah. just, it's just videos that have been put up under my name. Okay. Well, and that's so, always nice to see more content about you because you really have wonderful, inspirational thoughts to share with people. Emily wanted to know, what is your favorite kitchen gadget? Instant pot. Yeah, the instant pot is an electric pressure cooker. Yes. And I, it, that is one of my favorite gadgets, too. We don't want to spend too much time in the kitchen. We just want to spend more time in, with life. Right. And it enables you to program it and set it and forget it. So that's, that's, a, right. that's a good one. Anne and Jenny C. want to know, do you or did you exercise? Um, I used to swim more than I do now. Exercise is about 20% and food is 80%. And when I meet once a month with my water aerobics friends, I think there's only one person has, who has reduced her size. It's really amazing how exercise is important. I think yes. it's good for your mind. I think it's good for your body to move but it's not the answer. You know, if you, until you get the food under control, you've got nothing. Gina wants to know, this is a good question. Have you ever hit a plateau? And what is your advice for someone who does? Oh, sure. There were, there'd be lots of plateaus. In fact, even when we were traveling on cruises, there would be times when I would gain a little bit of weight on the cruise because of the um, salt in the food, even though I was being very compliant. And I have proven you can go on a long cruise and stay compliant. There's, there's ways to do that. Uh, yeah, I hit a plateau every once in a while. And you just have to give yourself time and realize this is where Dr. Doug Lyle helped me a lot when he said um, the best thing to do is to take, uh, take your weight like three days in a row and, and have an average and then wait a whole month and weigh again three days in a row and take an average and then compare those two averages because the weight when i used to be so addicted to the scale you know if the if the scale went up one day i think oh my goodness i better starve the next day and if the scale on the other hand went down it would be easy to say oh i guess i could cheat a little bit today you know and you can play games with that scale so yeah. so last year i decided i was going to go on a fast from the scale so on January 1st, I thought, I'm not going to weigh. I'm not going to let that scale determine my emotional feelings for the day. And I'm just going to trust the program. Because as long as you're doing the program and you're not eating high 
calorie density foods, uh, you cannot gain the weight back. So I did that for six months. And then I was going to have an interview, I think with Chef AJ. And so I thought, well, I better weigh so I can say that I'm still in my right times. And I had actually gone down a couple of pounds. <laughs> and, and the other thing I say to people, yeah, take your, you know, weigh yourself at the beginning and, and, and write it down because someday you'll be writing your success story and you'll want to know what you weighed on the day you started. And then take your measurements because a lot of times we lose inches when we're not losing pounds. That's very true. So we can have our non-scale victories. That's, yes. that's very true. Yep. And sometimes you just kind of feel, I, I know I experienced that where I would feel my clothes feeling looser on me and, and maybe the scale wasn't moving. So it, yeah, it's very interesting. Yeah. I just think yeah. we have to be careful how much power we give to that scale. Yes, absolutely. But if we're eating healthy food, we're eating fruits and vegetables, grains and, and legumes. I mean, that's the secret. If you've seen that calorie density chart, that is so helpful because there are foods beyond those four food groups that are vegan, that are mm -hmm. vegetarian, that are whole food plant-based. But it, when, when you get past 600 calories a pound, on that chart, you're, you're getting into your breads and your pasta and your nuts and your seeds and your avocado and your oil and all of those other foods that qualify for being vegan or whole food, but they're high calorie uh, foods. And so Dr. McDougall suggests not, he suggests eliminating those from your diet until you get to your goal weight. And then make sure you're stable at your goal weight, not just the day you hit your magic number, you know, but make sure you're really stable. And then you can add those foods back in gradually and see how you do with them. So like if I have an ounce of almonds, I take a picture of my almonds and only an ounce and I don't have any more than that, you know, or if I have an avocado, uh, one fourth of an avocado is a serving. So I limit myself there. So I experiment a little bit, you know, but I have to, I watch it now because I don't want to say, oh, well, I'm at goal. I can eat whatever I want. No. You know, and Dr. Lyle says, it may be that you'll never be able to add back into your diet the foods you gave up in order to get to your goal weight. But you know? you're not weighing or measuring the other foods per se when you eat potatoes or no, things like no. that. Just the ones that are high in calories right. that are still whole food plant-based. So right. I just want to make that distinction for everyone. Right. Yeah. Well, Esther, the time flew by. I could, I, I would love to have you back because, and then people could see you. Okay. And, and, although we've been showing the pictures of, of your before and after, and I'm glad that you sent that to us. Really wanted to thank you so much. You are so lovely and you have such a refreshing perspective about life and loving each other and loving ourselves. You just have the gentle way of telling us that you can do this. And so what do you want to say to people that now, especially with the holidays coming up too, what do you want to say to people that either they're thinking about embracing lifestyle or maybe they're saying, yeah, I'm plant-based, but eh, really, they're not really doing it as well because if they were, they would see many more improvements in the different areas that they wish that they could have. Yeah. So what would you say to them to inspire them? I would say hit the pause button. And what I mean by that is instead of having a knee-jerk reaction of loading up your plate with all of what's offered, you know, kind of get in touch with yourself and what do you really want in life? And I I know what you really want is love. And so the food looks like it's love, but it's not. A lot of it's food poison. But I say, when you go to choose something to put it on your plate, just take that little pause and say, is this going to lead towards health or disease? Very well said. And make the best choice you can. You may not be perfect and that's okay. Be kind to yourself and know that every opportunity you had you made the best choice available. And it's never too late. And it's never too late. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks, Esther. And you guys that are watching and listening, you should type in in the comments what you're going to remember about this broadcast and what are your takeaways are so that when people are looking through it, that they can see what rang true to you and Esther, she can see it also. Well, first of all, stay tuned for a special announcement. But I want to thank someone who helped us, especially today because we had some technical difficulties and that's Rebecca from PKA Sols. Hi, Rebecca. She put on her Superman cape and saved the day. 
and helped Esther to get through her technical difficulties and help manage everything for us. And I really appreciate that. And I also wanted to thank Jess Tess from Just Tess Voice. She did the countdown. She did the promos. And she also did Who's Coming Up Next? Pregnant? Raising kids? Learn about plant-based nutrition, hacks, and more with board-certified pediatrician Dr. Yami Kozorla. Thursday, December 2nd, 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, on Be Green with Amy, live. And I especially want to thank all of you guys that are watching and listening and you stayed with us even though we had some technical difficulties because what Esther had to say, even though we couldn't see her live, she had so much to say that was so inspiring. I'm so glad that you stuck with us. My tagline, and I want all of you to type it in too. Until I see you guys again, remember, be strong, be well, and be... Be green. green. <laughs> <laughs> Bye-bye, everyone. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.